Episode 109 of the Wide Right Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Ryan Honey of Elite Sports New York and Elite Sports Radio Network. Second straight episode, friend of the program, Rob Lettinen is with us. Rob, what's up, bro? How you doing? Excited to be back again for another week to talk. Dude, crazy, it's, crazy. Like, it's like, but it, it, the funny thing is like, you're, we only recorded the last time, what was that, like nine days ago, eh, like 10 days ago or something like that. And like, everything has just like changed since then oh, the like, complete landscape of football has changed completely since we last talked dude i think the last the, the main topic the last time was russell wilson with the broncos that feels like it happened like 12 years ago oh yeah um, compared to what it, has happened now yeah because like literally friday afternoon we got you know i've i always have like uh you know every i have everybody um like i'm i have alerts on twitter like in, for everybody, like Schefter, Rappaport, Tom Pellister, anytime any of those guys tweets, I, I I get a notification. Even the Giants and Jets reporters too. Like I, my Twitter buzzes a thousand times a day from Twitter. Um, yeah. But we got the notification that Deshaun Watson is headed to Cleveland. And it's like, it's so crazy because I feel like all we could, like so all we could really talk about the last year was like, will he ever play again? And it was like, it's had, it's like, there's been so many steps with it though. Like it was, you know, all of a sudden, like there's just all these lawsuits and then it's, he still doesn't want to play for Houston. And then he's showing up to training camp and then he's going to sit the whole season. And then all of a sudden you may get traded to Miami. And then there's the, there's no criminal. There's been so many steps and it's led to him getting a $230 million fully guaranteed contract. Yeah, which is just absurd. Like, the thing is, like, listen, he's, it's obviously, number one, he, there's still all these suits that who knows what can happen with them. The 22 civil lawsuits of sexual misconduct, alleging sexual misconduct and or sexual assault. Uh, And he's still, I think he's going to get suspended for up to eight games. So with that being like, it's, it's an obviously a risk to trade for him and pay him that type of money, but like two hundred and thirty million dollars. He's not Mahomes, you know what I'm like. He's very, very, very good, and I would, you know, with the off-field stuff aside, I would take him over Daniel Jones in a heartbeat. I don't know who wouldn't, but two two hundred and thirty million. I don't know if that's you. That's an overpay. You think? I mean, like, part of me says, obviously, yes, because you have to include the off-field issues. Like, you have to. You cannot, like, go in and say, excluding it, you can't. It's impossible to exclude it. But the thing is, is before he got – before all this came out, like, way before, you you would probably say he was the second most valuable quarterback in the league. You could honestly have said that mm. because of his age – I would say Mahomes was ahead of him. But besides that, this was before Allen broke out. This is before, like, who else would you even say? 
Like, I mean, Kyler wasn't in, Herbert wasn't in, Burrow wasn't in the league. All those guys weren't in the league. So it right. was Mahomes, and then it was him. And, like, he was, the I would say, the second most valuable quarterback, like, when you take in, into effect age and everything. So that's what I would say in terms of his skill. But when you take in the, you don't know how long he's going to get suspended for, slash if he gets suspended or what's going to mm-hmm. happen with I mean, obviously, it's it's a massive overpay, but yeah, I also like think $230 million? I mean, fully like, guaranteed is, is the wild. Yeah, like it's like he's getting all of it. It's I don't know what and he might not even play like half the season. Well, the the, the thing is, is if did you say I, I think it's structured so that his base pay for next year is only a million dollars. So if he gets suspended, that's all that comes that the, the suspension, the pay comes out of that. Oh, okay. So like his uh, so base if he gets suspended this year, it won't be 230 million. It will, yeah. Like it's not going to like affect him much. And like, if he does just get sus- if he does get suspended for half the season, he's going to lose out on like 500 grand of that base pay. Um, so that's not like, you know, that's, so what he loses out on 500 grand, he's getting, yeah, I don't, I don't think he's too million. concerned with that, with that amount of money. Coming yeah. Out. Not to mention, it's not like he didn't get paid this past year. He didn't play it down this past year. He still got paid. Yeah. Like people, yeah, like, well, yeah. Cause he wasn't suspended. No, no, they didn't, didn't have any. Anything. Yeah. Like they, they couldn't suspend him. I mean, they could have, but like they, they, he wasn't going to play anyway. Yeah, and Houston yeah, was I, so keen on like they weren't going to trade him until they realized yeah. they had to. But and I, the I domino just, fell quickly because it was like what? So the case was when we recorded it was that Friday, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And then so there was no criminal charges, and then that's when like the trade started, like the the rumors started happening. It got down to it was supposed to be down to the Saints and the Falcons, and mm-hmm. then. Uh, out of nowhere, he was like, oh, I'll go to the Browns. And then the Browns happened. Well, the Browns, I think, were out of the running. And then that morning, they were just like, you know, I... The they, 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 yeah, they were just like, they offered everything. That that shows how much they are they're tired of Baker. I mean, really. Yeah, which is, and, and, yeah, understandable. Yeah, reasonably so. Like, he's just I mean, that, not... That team, that team is... That team is like th- that's a contending team now, like a hundred percent. Like Dude, Watson, I know I so I said he's not Mahomes, and I think he is, and I don't think he is. But like you know, you have to give him credit when he in twenty twenty with that horrendous Texans offensive line, he leads the league in passing yards, and now he's going to a team with a fantastic offensive line. Fantastic and, offensive line, great running backs. Um, I mean, they have Amari now and a good defense. But yeah. the thing is, like, I, I agree that Deshaun is not Mahomes, but the, I do think Deshaun, as a player, has it to win a Super Bowl. I think he can. Yeah. I think he's that guy that can. And so, although it may be an overpay, if they win one Super Bowl, I don't think they care how much they're paying him. If they win no. one. No, they, they have care. to win and one. It's a huge risk because, like, if you don't win, then, yeah, it's like it was an overpay. But, I mean, that team is ready to win now, and that team is pretty well set up for the future as well. So. Especially with him. Like, I mean, I think that but, team is scary. Yeah, they have to win one. And the only reason I think – I think they can win one. The problem is is how stacked that conference is with 
that the the best division we've ever seen in the AFC West. In that division, in the AFC North alone, now you have Deshaun Watson, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, um, and we'll see what the Steelers do at quarterback. I don't think they're going. I don't think they're going in with just Trubisky. I think they're drafting somebody. Um, yeah. What whether they? I don't. I don't think. Trubisky is the clear cut QB one for all 17 games next year. And then no. you got, you know, you got guys like uh, Mac Jones, Zach Wilson uh, and uh, Josh Allen in the East. And, you know, who, who knows with Tua with this guy, yeah. everyone, everyone seems to love Mike McDaniel, the new coach of the Dolphins. So who knows with them? that, that, that conference is, and then you got even like teams who don't have star quarterbacks, like Tennessee was just the number one seed last year. Yeah, like, yeah. This, the, 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 you know, who knows what's going to happen with the Colts? They were they sort of fell apart last year, like late last year, but they were good at, you know, for a certain uh, they were like the team to beat for a certain stretch of games. That that conference is insane. Yeah, now, now they have Matt Ryan. Oh, I know. And like Matt, like, listen, I'm not like I'm not a Matt Ryan like apologist, but like I don't think he was as washed as like, say, Ben was last year. Oh, I don't think, yeah, I don't think he was as he's as washed as say Eli was the last couple of years. Yeah, no, I think Matt's still solid, and that team is definitely like. I mean, with how yeah. hard the AFC is now, it's hard to say like, oh, they're a mm. contending team. But yeah. I mean, I think I mean they they have a great defense. I mean, JT, and I think Matt Ryan's a step above what Wentz is. So I don't think there's any oh, reason yeah. to think that they don't compete at least for a wild card spot yeah i think it, it, it's like i can't believe so are they really going to roll the dice with mariota <laughs> is is he like i think they got to get a quarterback too i, I, I just think like they got to get a quarterback but i think they roll with mariota for at least this year i mean it's going to be a competition it's going to be open competition with whoever they draft and i think yeah, they ideally, draft somebody i think ideally for them they probably want malik willis to follow them yeah, I mean, but we were talking last week or the other uh, last time we recorded about Malik potentially shooting up. Yeah, to number potentially, two. I, potentially going to the Lions, which would be I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I mean, I think Malik needs at least a year to sit because he oh, he's yeah. not he's not ready. He's not the most NFL ready quarterback. And like, honestly, like this is the, the one year where it's like I could not tell you what is going to happen with quarterbacks this year. Like last year, it was obvious. Trevor yeah. Lawrence at one. And then it was obvious, you know, a month before the draft, oh, Zach Wilson's going to. Then the 49ers trade up. And mm. it was it, every, every report was coming out, Trey Lance, Trey Lance, Trey Lance. So then the real big questions were, okay, where does Fields fall and where does mm. Matt Jones fall? But this year there is nothing on quarterback. I have no – it is like – it's even the, the draft experts, quote, unquote. Like, I, I, I want to – over the place. I want to see, like, when you look at, like, the final mocks for, like, you know, Mel Kuyper and Todd McShay, and I want to see how right they are. Because this oh, is, yeah. it, it's like, after, like, last year, once Zach Wilson had his pro day, it was a foregone conclusion that the draft began at number three overall. It was so yeah. obvious that Trevor Lawrence was going number one and Zach was going two. Like, I can see, I mean, if Malik goes to the Lions, it's, it one he's got to sit for a year. They can't cut yeah. Goff or trade yeah, him. Right? It, it, the, the they can't cut him. I mean, the, the the contract is too absurd. It's still the contract he signed with the Rams a couple years ago. Yeah, and um, no one's trading for him. 
think so. No one's you nah, mean no one's trading for him I, this I, year. I, I think I don't think people trade for him because right now you have two better. I better is an interesting way to put it. I, you have two other options in Baker and Jimmy J, which yeah. the dominoes have still yet to fall on both of them. Are you think you're saying they don't trade for him right now? Golf I'm just right saying now. I think right now someone would prefer to trade for either Baker or Jimmy J. Okay, because I, I think next year he'll have a if they're if they're gonna look to trade golf next year. Like, I think I'll have, like, a decent market. I mean, it depends on, like, I mean, it depends. Like, that, like, like those three guys that we were just talking about, like, Baker. I mean, Baker's young, so it's not. But, like, Jimmy G and Goff yeah. are, like, quarterbacks. They are. That's what they, they, they are now. Yeah. They, 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 like, they, they both have proven that Bowls. they're not. Yeah, but they both proven they're not going to win you a Super Bowl. They both no. proven you need to have the perfect team around me to get there, and then the team needs to win it for me. Like, they both. I, do- if Goff, Goff won that points. Super Bowl. If golf won that Super Bowl three years ago, he probably would still be their quarterback. Oh, 100% he would be. But 100%, he, but, yeah. But three points. Like, that was, yeah. I, yeah, exactly. You go three against three Bill Belichick. Yeah, it was 13 to three. Yeah, it was like a terrible game. Oh, oh it was a terrible game. And then, uh, you know, Jimmy G went with Sam Fran and lost to the Chiefs. So, yeah. That, they should have won that game, too. They were up, I remember. That yeah. was, um, oh God, that was right before COVID. That feels like it was like 20 years ago. Yeah, um, was. What do you think, like, who does Baker go to now? Yeah, I will, I was thinking the Colts made sense. Well, but now that's, that's over. Gone. Now that's over. So, I mean, yeah. that's the question. I mean, I don't know. Like, for Jimmy G, I think they honestly keep him in San Fran. And I think they have a competition between him and Trey. And I think if Trey wins, then Jimmy G is the backup, and you're paying an absurd amount. But because right. Jimmy G's like biggest link was Tampa Bay, and now Brady's back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like Baker, I don't back. know. Like, so the Browns aren't going to trade him to like. All right, let's like QB needy teams. The Falcons just signed Mariota, so I mm-hmm. don't see them trading for Baker. Right. The Steelers, the Browns, I don't think would ever trade into the Steelers. I don't think they trade in their own division. No, no. even if they, they would never, they wouldn't do that. Even if they, mm, I, I mean, if they it is interesting though, because I think they're super confident in that Deshaun Watson is better than Baker Mayfield. Then they're right. I mean, I think um, anyone talking about that. Yeah. But like, so I think they may be, down, but I don't know if they would want to pay. I don't know if the Steelers would do it because I don't know if they want to yeah, pay. I don't think they would either. I don't think they would either. For Bisky and because you still got, you know, Baker's contract, I don't think is that cheap because he's got that fifth year option price, which is fully guaranteed. Um, so I don't know how much it is, but it's not, you know, it's not pennies. It's, no, no. It, well, it, it, was, it was what the First overall pick. First overall pick, yeah. So he's going to be the most. Expen- he's going to be the most expensive of though, and he's in at the quarterback position. He's going to be the most expensive of those fifth year options. Yes. Um, so. I think I, I suggested, I suggested a team for Baker potentially, but I don't know if this is, uh, I, Carolina, because Carolina is the team is one of the teams, yeah, or Seattle. Carolina or Seattle, I don't think I sit. What's it? March twenty first. I sit here on March twenty first, and I tell you that I don't think there's a single shot in hell that Sam Darnold is the week one starter of that team. No, I think no I, I, no I think 
Matt, whether it be they trade, whether they go for a guy like Baker or Garoppolo or maybe even Jordan Love, because you know his future in Green Bay is essentially non-existent at this point, um, whether they draft someone at number six, uh, it, I, I, I think Matt Rule has seen all he's needed to see from Sam Donald. I mean, Matt Rule is not an idiot. Matt Rule knows that his job is on the line. Oh, and yeah, he's, he, he is on the hot seat this year. Yeah, he's not a moron. He gets it. And I think he's seen all he's needed to see from Sam Darnold. And I think he understands that Sam Darnold is not going to buy himself time and he's not going to save his job. I, I, I don't. So maybe Baker is an option for Carolina, but I think if, if Matt Rule wants to save his job, like I think he's, they got to draft somebody. And yeah, they they have have, have, you have to have some sort of patience. Cause Baker's, if you're going to trade for Baker, like you're trying to win now. If yeah. you just draft a rookie, you have a year and change to buy yourself time to succeed and win games. Like I don't, I think Carolina's still in the hunt for a quarterback. I don't think there's a yeah. chance that Sam Donald is the Week One starter. No, which no, is I think- so, which is so insane that it, it it's 2022, and like finally we're like everybody's giving up some giving up on Sam Donald. Yeah. It's, it's like, done. He's, he's, like, he's done. Like last year, we sort of gave up on him. But like last year, there was that argument was like, oh, did the Jets ruin him? Did Adam Gase ruin him? Can he succeed with, you know, a team like Carolina with an, a coach like Matt Rule and McCaffrey and DJ Moore? And now every it's like, I understand it's tough sometimes to accept that somebody's a bust, especially when like Sam Donald was like the golden boy quarterback of that draft. And uh, everyone, people thought he was going to go first overall. Yeah. And he's a good guy. Like, he's a likable dude. Yeah. And he was Very supposed likeable. to be the best Jets quarterback since Joe Namath. I think, like, you, we just got to accept, you know, it now, like, we're just accepting that. Like, that's it. Yeah, he's done. I mean, hey, you want backup quarterback? He's a smart guy. He could back up from the NFL, yeah. which isn't a bad gig. Hey, good money. Yeah. You know, obviously no. not what you want from a guy like I him. Just, but no. Yeah, but he's, I, he's done. He's done. In terms of quarterbacks, like he's not even close to being in the same conversation as like guys like, you know, Mahomes, Herbert, Burrow, Lamar, no, Deshaun, no. Chuck, not even close. And we thought he would be, you know, four years ago, we thought he would be one of the top quarterbacks in the league by now, or at least not one of the top, but he'll be like, he'd be like top 10 at least. Right. Yeah. I mean, a yeah. lot of people thought that. Yeah. I mean, he, he looked good coming out and, you know, it probably is probably because the Jets ruined him and Adam Gates specifically, but. It's, it's his career is too far gone now. No, it is. It's like that's just yeah. I I don't think I don't think Sam Darnold is. I think they have a better chance of rolling the dice with PJ Walker. What's his name? PJ Walker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, guy, yeah. Uh, the the in the what league did he come from? Was it Canada or was it the uh, Arena Football League? Whatever it was. Uh, dude, I don't know. There's so many leagues now. There's like a new league oh, no, every PJ year. Came from like the restart of. Uh, the, the a- with, XFL, uh, yeah, the XFL. He like because you know they had like three games and he like did well and that's how he got his contract. Dude, there are so many leagues now. There's a USFL. Yeah, there's so many fucking leagues now. Like yeah, every year, there's a new one. <laughs> yeah, and, and something happens with each. Like the AAF tanked after eight weeks, and then the XFL, you know, COVID. Uh, and I don't know, man. It's I, I don't watch like any of them. Oh no, I I, I just stick to the NFL. 
There's too many but sports on. They're they really March are. Madness, and you know, I not everyone follows college locks, but I do, and I watch that. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't need spring football. <laughs> like, um, would you? Uh, do you think Jordan loves an option though? And like, in some, like, do you think like Jordan Love is like a trade piece right now? Like, do you think he goes to a team like is an option for Carolina? I, I, that that's what I'm curious. Uh, that's what I'm thinking about is. Is the this? I mean, this is funny to even say, but if Love does go, does get traded, they're not getting like anything for him. They're not because what you've seen so far hasn't been really good, and you haven't seen much. Mm. So you're not oh, getting yeah. close to what they drafted now. You're not getting anything close to a first. Um, but what I think would be funny is if they do decide to trade him. If if a team like Carolina says offers. I think almost anything, like say they offer a fourth, I think Green Bay pulls the trigger because they want to win now. So like, all right. But I think what is what's would be funny is I think Green Bay then turns around and drafts another quarterback. Mm. Cause they got, you know, what what did they from the Raiders they got a first and a second. Yeah. And I think they have to draft now, especially with Devontae gone, they have to draft a receiver, maybe two, in all honesty. Like in the first round. And then mm-hmm. I would not be surprised if in the second round they take a guy like you know, maybe some guy that falls, like um, what, like Ritter from Cincinnati or how maybe falls to the second, like whatever guy yeah. falls to the second, I would not be surprised if, if, if they do trade love, if they end right. up drafting another guy, like another love, basically. Yeah. Because you don't like, know, like Rogers has, like there's so many outs. So Rogers is clearly thinking, if I can win a suit, I think if Rogers wins a Super Bowl, he's retiring. Like if, if yeah. Rogers, like say Green Bay wins this coming season, I think Rodgers wins, probably wins Super Bowl MVP, and then in his speech says, and with that, I retire from the NFL, and he's done. Like, I think he's done. Yeah, it's going to be – I don't – the thing is, is I don't think they're winning one. I don't think I mean, they're in a good – I don't think they're in a good spot right now. You well, know, I mean, they just lost Devontae, so. Yeah, like, they, you know – You can't make that back up. Like, you're not making that back up anywhere. No. I don't know. I don't think they're winning one. Like with you know they he has this four year extension. I'm not sure what the money is, and I I, I forget what it is. I know that Ian Rappaport reported something, and then Pat McAfee was upset about it because it was wrong. I don't know, but like I, I forget like the amount of money that it is. But like well, I, I just rumored don't, to I, be what four two hundred. It was rumored to be four years two hundred. Yeah. But and then, apparently it's not. It's yeah, it's it's less than that. It's less than that, which we don't know. They haven't come out and said what the numbers are yet. And is it like one of those things where like the last two years are like dummy years or something like that? Like, you know, like yeah. they have like those voided years. It's yeah. like in they those voided years make the contracts seem like insane. Like, like, I think like I'm not sure. Does Von Miller's contract have dummy years at the end of it? Because he was signing six years, 120 million at yeah, 30, that, was, almost, that was absurd. Almost 33 years old. You know, last year Brady that signed a four-year extension. That man is not lasting six years. There's no, no I think it's I think it's a guaranteed 53 million over the first three years. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Like that's more appropriate. Like, yeah, because like, like, that man is not lasting six years. That man is not no. lasting six years. No shot. I mean, he's good. He's really good. He's still he's Von really Miller, but, but like, tw- like six for one twenty. Like, 
you know, like the contract, the basic debate, like, you know, when it just says like the total and then the years, it could be so deceiving. Oh, it's, 100%. Like, it's well, not like, like Taysom Hill's contract last year. Oh, my God. Taysom Hill, they paid as if he was like the next, like, Tom Brady. It was like four years, 123 million, but then it was yeah, only it was like insane. 10 million for this past year. And I'm pretty sure they're going to cut him or. Yeah, it, it was like it. Whatever. I think it was like four years, one forty million. I was like, "Yeah, you paid yeah. him what?" <laughs> yeah, I remember when I first saw that, I was like, "This, I'm like, this guy's wrong." But then you read the contract and the details, and it's basically like they were shooting off most of the money to later years, and they're most likely gonna either restructure it now, or they just yeah. re-sign Jameis. So right, yeah, yeah, they yeah, that was like two years, twenty, two years, twenty eight. I think it's twenty eight million. Right. Yeah, I mean, hey, Jameis just got to stay healthy. I mean, they were five and two when Jameis was uh, before like, the injury. I've always been a Jameis guy. I think he's, I think he's solid. But I mean, you know who's, you know who's backing up? Uh, got you know who's backing up to Sean in Cleveland? Yeah, we know. I know you're the. I, I literally saw that and I was like, oh, Ryan's probably pumped. I heard, I heard Jacoby's going to win the job in Cleveland now. Yeah, for sure. He's definitely taking over for. Uh, for Deshaun Baker's the third string right now. <laughs> he honestly might. I mean, if you go to like, oh god, it's like you know he, he is like you know they bring Jacoby Brissett in and like he's just like, yeah. Well, no, they, they're, he's, they're trading him. They, it's just a matter of who. And like, if you look at the teams, like I mean, I know we're like kind of bouncing around going back to the Baker thing. Like the That's AOC, awesome. like just look like going division by division. Like AOC East, they're not trading for him. Because there's no proof that he's better than like the Bills and the Pats and the Jets, I think, or no. And two is the only one that's like maybe up in the air, mm-hmm. but I don't think there's any proof that Baker's better than him. Um, no, and I don't, I don't think, no, I, I don't think there's a lot of proof. And two, two is such a mystery, really. Yeah. And I think that so is Baker. Like you don't really know. And you look yeah. at the South, the Colts just traded for Ryan. So he's out. Tannehill has an absurd contract. So no. The Jags have Lawrence, and I think the Texans at least give Mills another year. Oh, they'll give Mills another year if they wanted to really. If if they wanted Baker, that then he would have been included in that trade. Yeah, exactly. And then you have the Broncos, no, the Chiefs, no, the Raiders, no, and the Chargers, no. So then you Mm -hmm. go to you go to the NFC. You have Fields, no. You have Goff, who I don't think they're in on Baker, and I think they'd rather draft somebody. The Packers. No, because no. they'd be paying him too much. The Vikings are like, I don't know, because... In, in, they're in love with Kirk Cousins. Yes, but Cousins I also think gets... they're getting ready to move on from Kirk Cousins. Well, Kirk like, Cousins gets the bag. Let me Kirk tell Cousins you. is great at getting the bag. Oh, my God. This guy's contracts are absurd. Like, good for him. Honestly, I like, no, I'm like a Kirk guy. I really am. Like, I think Kirk is a lot better than people give him credit for. Yeah. I just think oh, I don't think I wasn't a big um a big Mike Zimmer fan. Uh no, no, no. but yeah, you're like I don't know, Baker's market just is not like I, I, think it's, I mean it's down to the Panthers and the Seahawks, I think. And I think that's it. Because the NFC East, like no, because like you have Wentz went there, the Giants are kind of a question mark, I guess. But I don't think they go for Baker. The Giants uh, are a question mark. The Eagles are sort of a question mark. Yeah. I think they wanted to upgrade from Hertz, but when I say upgrade, I mean like they wanted, they probably, you know, I, well, I heard. Wilson. Apparently well, they I, Yeah, like there was Wilson. I, I you know, 
for like the last like six months or so, like back, like during the season, you heard like, you know, rumors of them being in on Deshaun. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. Don't, I don't think Baker is a mass is like really an upgrade from. Uh, I don't think Baker is an upgrade at all. No. And then like Washington, Wentz, Dak. Yeah. I don't think yeah. ba- I don't think Baker is much of an upgrade from DJ. Um, no. I I think they're sort of the same type of quarterback. You know, they they're athletic. They have dual threat capabilities, but they don't they they don't make great. Um, this, they don't have great decision making skills. And then uh, in the South, I mean, the Falcons just signed Mariota, so that's probably a no. And that's a no. Saints signed Jameis, that's a no. No. Bucks have Brady, and I mean, if you're thinking about maybe having him sit for a year and then re-sign him, I, but I don't see that happening. I don't know. I, I honestly, I think there's a good chance Baker isn't a starting quarterback next year. Oh, I think, like week I one. That, I mean, like I think he'll, he, like whichever team he lands on, there's a chance. If it's say he goes to a team like Atlanta, maybe Mariota wins the job at first. But, you know, it's not guaranteed Mariota is going to be great. I mean, he yeah, hasn't been yeah. since he entered the league. So, yeah. like, I think Baker maybe, you know, depending on the team he ends up with, will have a chance potentially to start at some point. But I think when you look ahead to week one, I don't think Baker is starting for any of the 32 teams. Um, now, I that's not me making I think his only – honestly, the, the reason – like, I, I don't think he goes to Carolina because I think rule – knows he either has to win games this year or he has to prove that he set the team up to do well in the future. And I don't think yeah. Baker provides him with either of those. I think I that, think, I think Kenny Pickett's a starting quarterback Seattle for Carolina. Only team that makes somewhat of sense because I think Seattle would roll the dice on him. And I think Pete Carroll like does not want to rebuild. If they wanted to rebuild, he would have traded DK or Lockett. Like he mm-hmm. would have started it. And he hasn't. And the only thing they've done is, you know, cut Bobby Wagner. But, I mean, I don't think gonna, that they're – He's 70 years that, old. I don't think he wants to rebuild at all, man. I yeah. think he, he, I think he he's wants – So, I think Baker makes sense. Because Drew Locke is not it. Like, yeah, I like Drew Locke. He, you know, he rapped the whole song. That was cool. Like, everyone loves him for that. And it was cool to watch. But, oh, like, Lord. he's not He's not a starting caliber quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> Dude, Drew Locke is terrible. <laughs> yeah. And I think Drew- that Baker, like, is at this point, like, you know, you they might take a chance, but it, it also depends on what they think in the draft because they could go out and draft somebody. Because you don't know what they're thinking because now what, they have the ninth overall pick? Uh, so Seattle, like, yeah. Yeah, so now it's they like, well, they have up with somebody. But like we said, we have no idea what's going to happen in the draft because – you don't know when Malik is going to go. Malik could go at two. He could mm. go at six. He could go at eight. And he could go at nine. Like, those are four right. possible spots because you have the Lions, the Panthers, the Falcons, and the Seahawks. Right. So, it's like – I, I think I think one of our two teams is in prime position to trade back. I would not be surprised if the Jets trade back from four – because of the fact that it looks – so I'm a big – for them, I'm a big Kayvon Thibodeau at four. Like, I am a truther of that. I do not want to draft Ika Maquano or Evan Neal. I don't understand why. Well, you're not going to need either one of them. No, that's the thing is we don't need – and I understand all the, the BS with – like, everyone's worried about Makai. I'm a big Makai guy. I am 
100% behind him. I don't care that he was injured or whatever. I think he's going to come back and be a stud. So I do not. And mm. I think if a team's desperate enough, and I think ideally for the Jets or and the Giants is the Lions don't take a quarterback at two. And therefore, the Jets and the Giants are in prime position to let somebody come up and take the guy that they want. Because mm. you have, like, say the Panthers. So the thing is, is, like, I don't think a lot of people realize that you know, say the Jets get a phone call from, I mean, I don't think Seattle will call them ever again. <laughs> but let's just say, like, hypothetically speaking, Seattle calls them. Seattle's like, looking at them like, oh, you fucks. <laughs> yeah, they but, hate us. But let's just say hypothetically, Seattle's like, hey, you know, we, we like, want to come up and get, like, we want to trade for the four spot. We'll let you drop back to the nine and give you X, Y, and Z. The right. Jets are immediately going to say, okay, like, let us think it over. They're immediately going to call – Every team that needs a quarterback, hey, Carolina, mm-hmm. this is what we got yeah. offered. Can you one-up it if you want this guy? And if they say no, they'll call Atlanta. Hey, this is what we got offered. Can you up it? And so you can get the guy. Maybe they even call people later down, like Pittsburgh. Hey, like, what would you offer us? But yeah, Pittsburgh's this? also going to be in that market. I don't think, so, you know, it's same thing with, you know, it, it's it's one of those things where when you go the same, when you have success for a long period of time with the same quarterback, you do not all of a sudden want to reset. Yeah. Um, now, sometimes you need to. And it's and like like if you like the Steelers and Mike Tomlin made the playoffs all these years in a row, and there's never been a losing record. Ben retires, and like Tomlin doesn't want to all of a sudden like have to like you know go from quarterback to quarterback to quarterback like how the Broncos did when Peyton retired. Yeah. Same. Seattle does not want to have to go from Drew Locke to, you know, if, if Baker ends up being an option or maybe they trade for someone like Jordan, like they don't want to go from quarterback to like, they want to get a guy now. And they yeah. want to, the problem is though, like you said, this draft, like this draft isn't a good draft for it. You know, if this was last year, there would be so much attempted movement. There oh, would be, yeah. if, the thing if is this, though- is like I think that it's not the right draft route, but I still think it happens. That's the thing, though, is mm. I think these quarterbacks are not the prospects that came out last year or the year before. That obviously, but uh. the thing is, is I think that it's still going to happen because you have these teams that aren't going to settle. And after all the dominoes have fallen with the quarterback so far, your two options to trade for are Jimmy G and Baker, who mm. are both kind of guys that you just don't really have a lot of. Like, they're, like, do you have a lot of faith in them? Do you have a lot of trust in them to help you win a Super Bowl? And I don't know if that's the answer. So the question – so the thing is, is that teams are going to be desperate for – the teams are always desperate for a quarterback. Whether or not they're highly touted prospects or not, teams are still going to be desperate. So I still think that we're going to see crazy moves and we're still going to see quarterbacks that we would argue shouldn't be drafted high will be drafted extremely high. Like, I wouldn't be yeah. surprised, like, now at this point – if in the first 10 picks, there's three or four quarterbacks off the board. Like I would, and like before, if you said that, you were like, you got to mm. be crazy. But now when you're looking at just alone, Carolina, Seattle, Atlanta, like I think those could all easily take quarterbacks. And then you're talking about other teams that could move up to take a guy if they really like him. And right. so I think that at this point, what has happened I think that we are going to see movement up into the early first to get, to get a guy. Yeah. And that's good for, 
I mean, that's good for a team like the Giants because, you know, they – I feel like they're in such a – say, like – say Detroit doesn't take a quarterback a number two. The next team, just from looking at the basic order, like the order, like right now, is yeah. Carolina at six. And the Giants are at five. So, you know, they're in such a prime position to really, like – they could flee some teams if they wanted to. They could oh, get a first-round pick next year. Hundred yeah. percent. If they, because if if there are team, if there are these teams that desperately need quarterbacks, and if Kenny Pickett is really going to be a guy that teams are going to want, same thing with Malik Willis. I think those are the first two off the board. I think that's a given. I think Matt Corral is the third one off the board. I it's, yeah. I can't confirm. I can't say right now who's going to be the best one out of all of them. Um, but I think Pickett and Malik Willis, in no particular order, are the first two off the board. And it's, it's funny now because, like, all of a sudden with all these free agents, see moves, like, all of a sudden stuff changes. And now, like, I didn't say – I never said anything about Kyle Hamilton going to the Giants. Now that Logan Ryan is released, like, there is a chance you could see Kyle Hamilton be an option for the Giants at number five. And yeah. I never even I've never I, I don't think I've ever I've written about Kyle Hamilton to the Giants. I've, I've written about Kyle Hamilton to the uh, to the Jets, but I have not written about Kyle Hamilton to the Giants. Because I'm like, you know, I thought Logan Ryan and Xavier McKinney were like it was a done deal. They were the two starting safeties for next year. Now, all of a sudden, Logan Ryan's gone. It's like, oh, shit, like Kyle Hamilton's an option. So, like, yeah. I think. I think uh, I, I think that the Giants don't trade back. I think they should trade back from at least the fifth pick. Um, I, I I think they should stay at seven if they can, uh, just because I I I think you know that's obviously still still such a valuable pick. But I think if you if you're hoping if you want to trade back for the Giants, you're hoping it's at five because somebody's going to want to jump Carolina at six. Yeah, and someone's going to overpay. Oh yeah, because they're going to be so. Some of these teams are going to be so desperate. Oh yeah, for somebody. Because and I'm count. I'm. I mean, for both teams, you're counting on that. You're counting. Oh, on, I know. Like if the Falcons are like, we need to get our guy. Say the Falcons say they say the Lions don't take Willis at two, and they fall in love with, you know, and they fall in love with Willis, mm-hmm. and they're like, we love him. He's our guy. He's the guy. He'll sit behind Mariota for a year or two. Mm-hmm. I think that both teams would be – both teams are going to answer the call, obviously. Right. And I think that the, it would – like because because Atlanta's at eight. So even if you do – even if you do say, okay, they trade back to eight, and you know four – so let's just say the Jets. You know four is going to be a quarterback then. Mm-hmm. So then you just have to make it through five, six, and seven of the guys that you would have wanted. And five is the Giants who could really go anyway. You you know, Hamilton, you could go edge. You probably have to go a line at some point with, with one mm-hmm. of those picks. Yeah. Um, and then you have Carolina, who's probably going quarterback at that point. So then you're talking about you you really have, you know, one one pick with the Giants that they could take one of your guys. But I think that the Jets don't have one guy. Like I don't think the Jets are like, oh, we want Kayvon or oh, we want Sauce or oh, we want Hamilton. I think if the Jets mm. trade back from four to eight, I think one of Sauce, Kayvon, or Hamilton will be there at eight. And I think that they will be very happy to get those guys at eight and still mm. recoup maybe either a future first or a second that year, like earlier even. Yeah. 
and then use one of those, maybe even use a second and something else to trade back into the first to get a wide receiver in the twenties or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if the jets were to make a move like that. Cause I understand like jets fans are like sick of losing and they're like, Oh, we got to get the top tier guys. But like there's, mm-hmm. there's a lot of good talent in this draft and the jets have holes everywhere on defense and offense, not as right. much. They don't have a line, but I th- this wide receiver class is so deep. So oh, I know. Well, that's you, why, you, like, you brought I mean, up sauce. A, I love sauce. You brought up sauce, dude. I don't think I think number eight is the latest sauce goes. I think yeah. it skyrockets up. But um, I think too, even if you say that with sauce, though, but like you assume Neil Aquano, Hutchinson are gone within the first five picks, I'd say, and Kayvon's yeah. like that black sheep right now where like no one knows what's going to happen. Dude, I saw a mock. I think Kayvon could drop to the Giants at seven. I, I think Kayvon, I've seen Kayvon and Monks drop to nine. Like I mean, I've Seattle. Seen yeah, so did I. Um, I've seen Kayvon I, dropping far, and that's why like if the Jets trade back, I think there's a chance he's there at eight. And I think I still think yeah. there's a chance that Hamilton is there at eight. Because although I think Hamilton's a fantastic prospect, he's a safety. And a lot of teams will be like, oh, well, he's a safety. And we're not going to take him. Oh, he's yeah. just a safety. I think a lot safety. of teams will look at that and say, yeah. like, for instance, teams like Carolina, like, if you don't go quarterback, are you really going to go safety? Like, are you really going right. to say, like, and then even, like, even say Atlanta stays at eight, like, are they really going to go safety? Like, are you really going to, mm-hmm. like, with how you're, like, you know, franchise positioned right now, like, are you really going to go safety? When I think a team like the Jets, it's more so they don't have the positional need at the – they don't have the positional need at at O-line, which is debatably the most important – oh, quarterback's obviously the most important position. They don't have that. They don't need a quarterback. They don't need O-line. You, they need edge. They need wide receiver, and they need you know defensive backs in general, period. Yeah. But since they have that 10th pick, they could use that pick on the end and then take Hamilton, which is why, like, I was a huge do not touch Hamilton fan. Like, I was not for him. I did not want him. Like, I was anti-Hamilton. But now, like, it depends how the draft falls. I would not be upset with Hamilton. Well, I understand the whole, like, not – I understand the whole, like, not wanting to touch a safety that early because safety is one of those weird positions where – like, I feel like after four years, you don't make you know, after the rookie contract expires, you don't want to, you don't want to pay them. Like it, it was yeah. like, you know, Joe Douglas did not want to pay Marcus May. He did not want to pay Jamal Adams. And so he didn't for either. And it's just one of those things where you, you try to get in a, you know, for take a guy like Jamal Adams, for example, you try to find a situation where you can get a team to give up, you know, those, it's not going to always happen where you're going to get two first rounders for Jamal, um, you know, for a safety, but like, it's one of those positions where I feel like if you use that type, you could use that type of selection on a safety, but are you only going to get four years out of them? Because once those four years are up, like you're not going to want to pay them. Because well, it it's, I mean, it, it depends. Is is Hamilton really this generational talent? Like, is he's got to be? A, he, but he's he's got to be a generate. He can't be another Jamal, and he can't no. be another Marcus May because you, you no, can't no, no. keep he going. Has be, he has to be, you know, yeah. Derwin James. He has to be like that good. And the, right. so the question is, is, is he that good? And if you know, obviously, we don't really know. 
But if mm-hmm. the Jets think he's that good, then I think that like a team's going to think he's that good. Like there's 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 a reason he's this highly touted as being this generational prospect. So yeah. a team is going to think he's that good. It mm-hmm. just depends who it is. So right. I wouldn't be surprised if the Jets pull the trigger on him because they the thing is is they have a plethora of picks and especially if they trade back, you know they're going to have even more. So mm-hmm. they have the ability to take the chance on a guy like Hamilton and still not screw themselves up. Right. Right. No, I, 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 I what 38 and no, they have 36 and 38. So, I, I mean, they have, have to look it up. Early I, I, um, I forget what they have. You know, the one thing I realized though, is no, they now, well, they now have more flexibility with that number 10 pick because there was always the option of them taking a guy like Tyler Linderbaum at 10, but you know, now that they've signed uh, Lake and Tomlinson, you know, now the, the number 10 pick is like completely wide open, you know, yeah, if they, everyone's predicting, you know, uh, the guy from Ohio state, Wilson, Garrett Wilson or, or Drake uh, London. I like a receiver. Cause here's the thing. Jamison Crowder has gone. Yeah. Um, uh, you you never know with Denzel Mims. Corey <laughs> Davis didn't stay healthy last year. No, they they you know they need they need a they need another guy. Again, you know, they I, do. I they, they I think they might need two. And I think the question yeah. is is do they go after do they go for two in the draft or do they sign somebody left and then go after well, a guy? I don't know if they have any. I don't. I don't. Two would be interesting. I think would I think at number ten you get one, and then you get another wideout say in one of the middle rounds. You don't need to like you don't need to use the first or a first round and a um, you know second or third round pick on a wideout. I think you yeah. go first round, and I think you wait until fourth or fifth. But I think number ten that that a receiver is very much in play. They need somebody else because yeah. again, like. Corey Davis is great, but like, you know, it was kind of a disappointing first year. I think you could agree with the yeah, injuries but, and yeah. everything. Um, you know, Elijah Moore is supposed to be great, but then you got, you know, who knows what Denzel Mims? Yeah. Jacob Crowder is gone. You know, the, the, there's question marks within that room. There's some good players in that room, in that wide receiver room, but there are also question marks. I think, I think they're in a they're in they're on the right track to building the the I guess the slate of weapons for Zach because I like the two tight end sidings. Um, oh, I like yeah. Uzama. I think I love Uzama, especially just in the locker room. It's a great signing. Yeah, Uzama and Tyler Conklin from Minnesota. I like those. I don't know how in the world Douglas was able to get any sort of pick for Blake Cashman. That was also like, absurd. That was insane. Like he got he's a sixer. Like he could have traded him for a seventh round pick, and it still would have been a great trade. He got oh, a six yeah. round. He could have. He could have traded for like, like a vending machine, and I'm like, he got, he got a like, six round pick. That in the last two years, I think Blake Cashman has played like 32 snaps. Yeah, yeah, it's like, and he got a six round pick, which people are like, yeah, it might just be a six round pick, but hey, I mean, you never know what you can get out of a guy in the sixth round. Like, I don't know how I don't know what he says on the phone to these other GMs. Yeah, this man's like, like gotta be selling a soul of the devil right. or something. Yeah. Get these but I, I like what Douglas said with you know Marcus Williams 
the safety was obviously an option. And uh, he sort of, you know, he went another route. He signed, you know, I think, I think Connor Hughes was tweeting this. I think the combined average annual value of DJ Reed and Jordan Whitehead was around $18 million. And then the AAV for Marcus Williams, who signed with the Ravens was 14 million. So he's able to get two guys for you know, not much more than he would have just gotten for Marcus Williams. Yeah. And yeah. And, and which is like, that's a route that, you know, it's, it's a great job by Douglas, but it's, it's not something that surprises me because like when you don't pay Jamal Adams and you don't pay Marcus May, you know, it, it, history tends to repeat itself. Yeah. Like it's, it's, if he's not paying Marcus Williams, $14 million a year. Like that's not surprising to me. Like it, you, we, we know that Douglas values other, not that he just values other spots more on that side of the ball, but he knows the safe, that safety spot is expendable. Like you can find yeah. other guys. Yeah. So, but I like, they needed, I like what Joe did because like they needed to, I, I'm trying to be nice here that the, that secondary was like unwatchable last year oh yeah it was bad they, they, they was needed bad. to really like figure that side of the ball uh, um that side of the ball out but yeah i mean yeah. they they did what they could with the money uh, you know we expected them expected them to make a bunch of moves uh with the money that they had and they did opposite yeah. with the giants but the giants somehow got i like the moves the giants made i mean they had like no cap space and they were able to get two potential interior starting interior offensive linemen. And, you know, I think I don't mind the Tyrod Taylor signing at all. I, I'm not well, a you, huge. You, yeah. I mean, you needed a backup. I like the idea of Trubisky or Mariota. Um, but but, would you have to pay them? Like that's the, yeah. You know, Tyrod at least, you know, he pushed, you know, push Daniel a little, I just, I don't know. I did this. Daniel Jones has to be phenomenal this year. Oh yeah. Like there is like, like not enough with this, like, okay, just show improvement. And like, no, 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 he's got to be great. And he's got to stay on the field and he's got to stop making these mistakes and stop committing these turnovers. And I think, you know, I, if, if you can get a guy, listen, after watching the last six games of the regular season last year, anyone not named Mike Lennon and Jake Fromm would have been acceptable. So I guess I, I guess, you know, I guess giant fans shouldn't complain at all about the signing of Tyrod Taylor, but you know, I, I, I just, you know, I mean, you guys I, didn't have, you guys didn't have the cap. Like if you were expecting yeah. something, then well, and you were, that's, you're just wrong. That's like, fault right now. That's no, that's, well, it's Kevin Abrams fault. Partially. He, he was the giants assistant GM under D- Dave Gettleman. And now he's still with the organization, but he's in a, um, a, uh, his role is a little bit uh, further down the totem pole. So it's, but it's not, you know, it's, it's, it's Dave Gettleman. Who's at fault for a lot yeah. of this stuff, you know, yeah, you Joe, that, you know, I mean, the thing is, is if Daniel Jones isn't it, then you, you're hitting the hard reset. You reset the cap. Yeah. You get rid of yeah. him. You go on. You go from there. I mean, it's yeah. plain and that's and that's you know, the hard truth about the NFL is, if, yeah. You know, you went for it. Maybe you made. And I mean, not maybe you did make some bad signings. No doubt about that. Um, yeah. But you know, if if it's not it, if if uh, Daniel Jones isn't it, which you know, very possibly, 
he might not be it. Seems like he might not. So, you know, mm. you reset, you reset the cap, you sign a guy, you, you draft a guy next year, um, you go on from there. Yeah. I mean, you never know what could happen with someone requesting a trade, but yeah. you can't rely it. on that. So. And that's the trade-off of being hired as a GM. Like Joe Shane gets a dream job. He gets be- become a general manager for the New York Giants. And uh, But the trade-off is you walk into a dumpster fire. Because, yeah. you know. And it's going to be at least a year or two to reset. Yeah, because the reason this team needed a GM was because, you know, I, I'm not – obviously Dave Gettleman technically, quote-unquote, retired. But D- Dave Gettleman didn't want to retire. Like – yeah, yeah, yeah. But he didn't have a choice. Yeah, basically got fired. The reason you're walking into a dumpster fire is because the guy who was previously in your position was not good enough to be retained. So you walk into a place where, you know, you have a quarterback who nobody, who people aren't all in on yet, even after three seasons, a running back who has been a bust and they probably can't find a trade partner because everybody else knows he's a bust you know, a poor offensive line, no cap space, uh, not to mention the, the whole coaching staff is new. So that's a whole thing. Um, but I, yeah, I, I don't mind what the Giants did at all with the, with the, you know, lack of cash that they had. You know, I think you gotta, I think, you know, in some ways the cap is sort of like a figment of our imagination. Um, like there are always like ways to just like get around it. But regardless, they didn't have a lot of money, but they still signed like two uh, John Feliciano and Mike Lewinsky, two uh, potential starters on the offensive line. So you can't yeah. complain about that because the difference between this year and last year is the Giants are actually addressing the offensive line in March. Not in yeah. they didn't they didn't that unit was not good in 2020. And then last offseason, they didn't make any big free agent signings for it. They didn't use any of their draft picks on the line. Uh, and in late August, they resorted to trading for other teams, expendable scraps for depth. They, you know, they make a late summer trade for guys who ended up becoming starters on the line. Like you don't like if, if your offensive line isn't good, you don't address it in the late summer. Yeah. Like you do. No, you address it right away now. Yeah. So that's exactly what I, like. what, what I mean, that was the big thing with Joe Douglas. He believes in winning through the trenches. Hence why he, Drafted Makai. He, you know, draft traded up for Elijah. He, mm. he signed Connor McGovern. He signed Font, who turned out to be a great signing. Like, mm. I mean, that's what you have to do. And, you know, yeah. I agree that like, they finally did it. But, the, like, the, and I understand because, you, you know, New York is this kind of, um, everything's got to be quick. It's got to be fast. And so it's, yeah. and like, Giants fans aren't happy with, with the, where the team's at right now. But like, you just have to realize as Giants fans that, like you are set up worse than the Jets, and that's just the period how it is. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. Giants fans don't want to admit that. And there's a lot of fans. Oh, they're the Jets. It doesn't matter. Like you had no cap. Your O line is still a massive question mark. Well, well, like, if Giant fans are gonna disagree with what you just said. Those are the ones that are like the overly optimistic ones that I can't stand. Those are the ones. There's, there's two sides to every. There's two. There's fans for that on both sides that are like you know the Jets are going to win the Super Bowl this year and take what the Bengals did and do the exact same thing. And then there's the Giants fans that think Daniel Jones is the second coming and he's going to be a top seven quarterback this year. Those, and those are the people that tweet at me. Those, those are the people that tweet at me like talking shit and they don't have like uh, themselves. In their, it's always like, yeah. at go big. And, and they have no proof to back it up. Absolutely zero proof. They zero tweet proof. at me like 
they tweet at me like talking like they talking smack about something i wrote and like it's always it's never like it's always like at go big blue 217 and then like the profile picture is like an edited picture of saquon now it's like yeah. they're yeah. so like they're so overly optimistic to the point where they're just like they don't like i saw like those the, those types of fans they always gotta like you know Daniel Jones over Joe Burrow and I'm like no dude <laughs> like yeah Daniel like, Jones is in that like 20 to 25 range right, right now you know if you want to say Daniel Jones over Baker or Daniel Jones over Garoppolo like okay like there's art there's an argument for that I guess but like you know these these overly optimistic fans say like oh I'd rather have Daniel Jones and Justin Herbert if I was building my team I'm like no you wouldn't like, no no. no, I don't think no. Like, um, I don't even think you could. I think I don't even think you could argue Daniel Jones over any of the quarterbacks that got drafted last year. I mean, maybe Fields, but at uh, that point, is that even Lance, like Lance is incomplete right now? Well, well yeah, because Lance has. If you played. had to give them like a grade for their rookie season, it's incomplete. Yeah, but I exactly can have a great year, but he turned it around and like if, if I mean, there's always going to be people that are like, oh, he's the Jets quarterback, he's going to suck, but like. I mean, that's how people are. That's just how they're going to be. But, like, yeah. in, if there is no instance in which I would say, if I had to choose between taking being like taking Daniel Jones or Zach Wilson, that mm-hmm. I take Daniel Jones over Zach Wilson. There's absolutely zero shot. There's no chance. Yeah. There's no yeah. chance. I don't care what anyone has to say. You're wrong. Like, you're just flat out wrong. You're If yeah. you think that you would take Jones over Wilson, you're just – you're Dave Gettleman 2.0. You're just making – Dumb decisions for the franchise. The only thing, the only thing, the only like quality that I would take from Jones over Wilson is size. Um, yeah, he is the stereotypical body, but Zach has Jones, like, Jones, Jones is big. Like yeah, no, Jones has a massive arm too. That's yeah, the but only. But think, as far as pure upside, I would take Zach. Yeah, I mean pure upside. The, the Zach has the arm talent Zach has is, is absurd, and I'm not. Mm-hmm. you know, glossing over his flaws, which he has, and his decision-making wasn't good. But there's yeah. a difference between the decision-making of a rookie quarterback who played at BYU and a guy mm-hmm. that's been in the league for, what, three seasons now? And I understand yeah. he didn't have a great team, but, like, the Jets' O-line and receiver core at the end of last season was, like, watching, you know, like, the Bad News Bears. Like, it was just, you know. <laughs> like, they were they, – yeah. Keelan Cole was a number one receiver in Week 17 – and they had nobody on the line. Like, yeah. it, like, you can't keep making excuses. And I think that's even where I fell last last year before we drafted Zach. I fell into the category of making excuses for Sam. I was like, oh, you know, maybe we should yeah. keep Sam. You know, he didn't have a good team. And I think mm-hmm. that's the issue that you're falling in with Daniel Jones is a lot of people are making excuses. Oh, and I'm I not know. saying this is they... the year to replace him because – you don't have the option to. I don't think there's a good enough prospect for you to go out and be like, okay. But I guarantee no. you that if there was a pros- prospect like Zach Wilson in this draft and he fell mm-hmm. to five, the Giants would take him. And I don't think yeah. that's even a debate. And yeah. I, like, I think I, – I don't, I don't think – like I wouldn't put – like I wouldn't be as confident as to say I would put money down on it. But I do think they would certainly – there would be discussions about it. Yeah, like if I there mean, was if there was a guy like that in this draft, I think there would be. Yeah. And you did have to trade out for it. Like, he, like it was there at five. 
I, because the thing is, is the GM gets his guy. That was the whole point. Douglas, at I mean, Douglas was there before, was there with Sam, but like Salah came mm-hmm. in, got his guy. So now you, the Giants right. would have, you know, the quarterback, the new, the new coach and the new GM would have, you know, their own guy and you reset the money. And I don't think a lot of people realize that is you reset the money on that contract because what Jones is going into his fourth year. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now you're yeah. talking about the year after that, you have to, you would, if he does okay, you run into the problem of, okay, well, do we take on his fifth year option or mm-hmm. do we try to resign him long-term? But at that point, like, unless he does really well, like that's where the decision becomes really hard. And you right. almost don't want him to be okay. Like you either want him to suck so that you have a good draft pick or you want him to be really good so you don't have to draft another quarterback. But if he's just okay, then you're in that weird position where you don't have a good enough draft pick to take the top guy, but you don't know whether or not to sign him. Which I just is like, know he's going to be like mediocre. They're going to end up like eight and nine. And uh, it all hell is going to break loose. Yeah, Giants Twitter is going to be an absolute madhouse. Oh, People are just going for each other's necks. People I are arguing see it for now. him, against him, and it is going to be just nuts. It is going to be – it would be funny to watch from Jets fans' perspective, but I could not yeah. imagine having to write about it when you have, like, you know, everyone arguing over mm. whether or not to keep it. And the thing is, is I think that we've been proven these past few years – that a, a mediocre quarterback, a bang average quarterback, is not going to win you a championship unless you perfectly put the team around them. Oh, I know. And you need that with Jimmy star. G, with Jared Goff, like with how good the Browns were around Baker, I don't think that you can win with not a top 10 quarterback. So I think that if he is not top 10, you have to move on. Like, you have to. I don't mm. care. Like, don't even hit me with the, it's, you know, Kenny Galladay gets injured. Oh, he didn't have a wide receiver one. No, I don't care. No, if he is not top 10 next year, you have to move on. Mm-hmm. And that's the yeah. end of it. it. It's period. Like he had four years. Maybe it is your fault that's for it. not building around him, but it, like, we didn't build around Sam Donald well enough. He yeah, didn't have it. I'm, and now look how yeah. bad he is. Like, the, the thing with, the thing that's tough right now, though, is what the Giants are entering this year is what the Jets were last year, where it's not supposed to be a year where a lot of wins come to fruition. It's supposed to be a year where there's a lot of new faces. So this is the time to develop and build a foundation in hopes of becoming a much better football team the following year. The problem, though, is that <laughs> with the Jets last year and their developmental season, we'll put it, they had a rookie quarterback. Yeah. Daniel Jones is not a rookie quarterback and he is entering the final year of his rookie contract. So like you can't even have it be really a developmental year for him. He's got to be great. Like there is no, we live in the, in, in New York, it's, we live in this market. It's the impatience capital of the world. Like he's got to be good now. Mm -hmm. And there's no, time you know there's time i think there is time for brian dable to develop an offense there's time to you know for the new faces to get accustomed to everything um just like with the jets last year they didn't win a lot of games but you saw a lot of promise from guys like elijah moore and zach had his moments michael carter um elijah vera tucker obviously 
Um, you know, uh, yeah, Carl Lawson coming back and everyone loves John Franklin Myers. Uh, and you know, I, I can go on and on, but you know, it's, this is supposed to be a developmental year for the giants as a whole, but from a quarterback standpoint, he's gotta be freaking good. Like there's no excuse. He has gotta be great and he's gotta stay on the field. And can he stay in the field? I have no idea. Like he hasn't been able to, he had, you know, we, the, the, the injuries in 2020, apparently he had the hamstring, I believe in the ankle um, were apparently worse than what we were let on uh, what the giants had let on, you know, last year, he's got the neck injury and, you know, neck injuries are always tricky. Who, who, yeah. Neck injuries can, they don't go away. Neck, yeah. Neck injuries could end your career. Now, I'm not sitting here and saying Daniel Jones is never playing a snap again. I'm not a doctor. I don't know what like the I don't I don't know if there's any more information as as to what, you know, that the public and the media didn't find out. Um, but, you know, that's he I don't know. Who, if, I don't know if he can stay in the field because he hasn't proven that he's able to stay in the field. Um, yeah. So and that's mean, like, a, that's another layer to it. Yeah, I mean, your roster is not playoff contending. Like, it's not. It's no, not a playoff contending no. roster. But, the, but like you said, the problem is, is Jones is entering that time with the – like, in terms of his contract where it's like, okay, you need to lead us to the playoffs if you want to prove to us that we should resign you. Mm-hmm. But I don't see a shot in which the Giants make the playoffs unless Jones is unreal good. And it's right. – hey, I could be completely wrong and Jones could turn around and absolutely lay up the league and I will look mm. stupid as hell. And I'm okay with that. Like, Hey, if it happens more power to him. But I'll you gladly admit I was wrong about Daniel Jones. I don't no. care about that, but it just doesn't seem like it's going to happen. So like, I understand yeah. the optimism, but the thing is, is like, you don't have any other choice right now. Like you None. don't like, you're not going to draft a guy. So, I mean, unless like there's some, Unless the Giants are keeping it so well under wraps that they like somebody, which would shock, I think, everybody, even mm-hmm. more than Daniel Jones pick at six when he, when they first took him. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just I I I do somewhat feel bad for Jones because I feel like yes, he hasn't been built around properly, but it's also like there's other arguments for quarterbacks that did not have it, like put all together and still went out there and mm-hmm. showed that they could be the guy. Yeah. I mean, like, the Texans were atrocious. Like, their old line was terrible. And Deshaun, like you said earlier, Deshaun threw the most passing yards in the league. And he had no old yeah. line. And he had, like, was, 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 that was the year they got rid of D Hop, wasn't it? Like, yeah. so, like, and his best receiver, I don't even know if Brandon Cooks was there yet. Like, I mean, he the had D- nobody. The defense Burrow was horrible. Had, they were horrible. Yeah. yeah, they were horrible. They were four and 12, and he threw for the most yards in the league. Burrow yeah. had no old line this year. No old line. I mean, don't me wrong, he had Higgins and Chase, but he had no O-line. So, I mean, yeah. like, there has been times where quarterbacks there. have been on bad teams and proven that they're like, hey, I can, you know, be the guy. And Jones hasn't done that yet. I don't, like, like I understand that he hasn't played as bad as people say he has. That's mm-hmm. true. But he's the thing is with him is, like, he has those games where you're like, oh, we, maybe, maybe he has it. But then he has that game. Where you're like, dude, yeah. do you even know how to play quarterback? Like, that's he, the problem with him. And yeah, you, no, you're right. Like, I, he had a couple games last year, early in the year, where I, I really, truly started to develop some confidence. Um, and then 
the same issues or the same issues came about the injuries and the decision-making and, you know, he's not a quarterback. That's, you know, you could totally rely on to win you games. And then now I, I, I returned to my old critical self because that's what, that's how it is in this, in this market in the New York, New Jersey, yeah. you gotta, it's not so much, you know, that's why a lot of people were out on Eli. Cause it was like, yeah. listen, I, you, you won two Super Bowls, but it's what have you done for me lately? Yeah. And the, they weren't winning a lot of games <laughs> with him. Yeah. So like, and he wasn't producing a lot, like very well, you know, he wasn't yeah. producing consistently. So it's like, it's, I mean, it's, the same, yeah. it's going to be the same thing with Zach this year. I mean, Hey, I don't, if Zach doesn't have like a solid year this year, I think like the fans are going to come for his neck and that's oh, just going to oh, happen. Yeah. And he's yeah. only in this, and that'll only be his second year. So mm. I think that like, I think that part of it is because Giants fans realize there's no other option right now. So you right. have to claim the hope that DJ's it. Mm. And I get that. Like I was there with Sam. I just don't know if like, I think that like, you know, I think you have to look at it and just be realistic and say, it's most likely not going to be DJ. We're going to have to hard reset the team next year. Mm-hmm. Like after this season, like you're going to, you're going to have building blocks. You're going to, I think, you know, if you hit the draft this year, you're going to have, you're going to start to build the old line, you know, maybe mm-hmm. start to build defense up with number seven or whatever you end up doing with your two picks and you can start to build the team. But I think that you got to have to realize as a Giants fan that next year, you're probably going to be in that area where it's, you know, we're going to reset right. the salary, kind of get back into the game mm-hmm. for the agents and we're probably going to have to take a quarterback, right. you know, and, no, I, I and, totally, I, yeah. And then you'll be where the Jets were last year, just next year. Like you'll be the 2021 Jets in 2023, mm-hmm. um, which is fine. I mean, like you have to go through it. Like if he, if you, if you're not going to win, you got to have to reset. And that's no, just yeah. the, the truth. Gotta, they, yeah. I, I think uh, Bryce Young to the Giants in 2023. Yeah, I mean, you guys would have to. I mean, you're probably gonna have to suck. Bad. Yeah, I know. Which I mean, not the most surprising thing. Like, I mean, if Jones can't stay healthy, I mean, the thing is, if Jones can't stay healthy, he's done. I think he's done with the Giants. Oh yeah, that's a hundred. That's a given. He's getting traded or cut or mm-hmm. whatever. I mean, you can maybe trade him for like a mid, like a day three pick, something mm-hmm. over there. But right. I think yeah. that. He has to stay healthy and play really well, like you said, in order to have a shot at Absolutely. getting that fifth year contract. So well, I mean we'll see. Yeah. It's well, tough. I think I think they're gonna de- I think they're gonna decline that fifth year option just because it's uh it's you have to push him somehow. Yeah. You have oh, to yeah. you have to put you have to, you know, you have to give him some sort of like you have to make this coming season like the make or break season. Yeah. Uh for Daniel Jones. Um, thanks for coming on, man. Of course. Appreciate it. Are we get, we going to do, we got to do the mock next, uh, next episode though. Right. Yeah. going to have to, then now like all these, all these quarterback changes has really made me like, well, I got to look more into these quarterbacks because I have Panthers and Falcons and Lions. So I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. With those, um, with those picks. Yeah. Yeah, I know we were supposed to do it today, and I was like, you know what, all the quarterback movement, like, who knows? Like, we well, would have got a figure. long episode if we also did the mock. Also, if we did the mock like last Thursday, like we said we were going to do, like, oh, we would have yeah. gone 
oh my god, we were screwed up so bad. Well, we would have had to do done another mock. Like we would yeah. have literally had to have done another mock. It would have been throwing that mock out and start over. Um, no, absolutely. Uh, but man, thank you so much. We'll be, um, we'll catch up next week or something, uh, sometime. Right. Sounds good. All right. And for those who listen, uh, who got this far, thank you so much for tuning in to episode 109 of the wide right podcast. Uh, as always, I am Ryan honey of elite sports, New York and elite sports radio network. Listen to and subscribe to the wide right podcast, wherever you get your podcast, whether that be Apple podcast, Spotify, Iron radio, Stitcher, Google podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Once, once again, thanks for tuning in and uh, see you guys soon.